Today on the podcast, we're doing a guided meditation to help feel the cycles and seasons of our life, but also doing a listener Q&A. Hey, welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I am your host, Samantha Attard, coming at you from the beautiful Washington, D.C. I'm an Ayurvedic coach, yoga instructor, and doula, sharing with you all the things I am learning about and teaching about in my everyday, so that we can all find just a little more balance, bliss, and confidence. Thank you so, so, so much for being a part of this community. I truly appreciate all of you for listening in and being a part of it. If you do enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe, rate, leave a review on iTunes, and definitely share with a friend that you think also might like it as well. I truly appreciate your help in spreading the word. Today, uh, it's been a great day. We're doing circles and seasons and cycle week, um, and... It's, it's been a really powerful week for me, um, really thinking through and working through this topic. So thanks for being here along with me as I do it. Um, if you haven't heard the intro to this week, feel free to go back to the last episode all about uh, circles and seasons, how it's a very important aspect of finding happiness in our lives. But today we're going to actually put it into practice. We're going to do a guided meditation to help us really feel and experience this cyclical nature that's always present in our lives. And then once we're done with that, we will do a quick Q&A, um, just a listener question that came through on Instagram that I wanted to share with all of you. So let's all get ready to practice our meditation. So that might be taking a comfortable seat on the ground, might be finding a strong seat um, on a chair. Maybe you're standing or walking. Whatever you need to do to really drop in and be present, please do that now. Maybe you choose to close your eyes or you can have a soft gaze towards the front of you. And take a deep inhale through the nose. Full exhale through the mouth. Deep breath in through the nose. And full exhale through the mouth. Deep breath in through the nose. And full exhale through the mouth. And then start to breathe in and out through the nose. So in yoga, this in and out through the nose, it's called ujjayi breath, which also means ocean breath. And there's this slight constriction of the throat so that you can really hear and feel the inhale and exhale. Maybe in honor of that ocean breath, you can really see or feel, visualize an ocean or body of water in front of you. Notice those waves coming in and out with each breath. So you're creating a circle and a cycle with that breath.
And you choose what this ocean looks like. If it's rocky or sandy or warm or cool, if it's a deep blue or more that teal color of the Mediterranean or the Caribbean. And again and again, those waves come in and out, following their own pattern. Each cycle of the wave is slightly different. Each cycle slightly new, but there's a predictability to it. And you notice as you watch these waves that part of this difference between each wave is that actually the tide is slowly coming in or coming out, right? So even each wave, it is a little bit different. The tide itself is moving. And because the tide's movement is also connected, related to the moon, there's also a monthly movement and change happening to this tide. When the earth is rotating, there's a seasonal change to these waves. So there's a pattern and a cycle happening on a very slow wave or a very fast wave by wave scale, as well as a very slow planetary change scale. And in watching these movements outside of your body, you start to turn your attention inward and notice that your body also goes through similar cycles and changes. You have your breath, just like these waves. But you're also processing through your daily circadian rhythm. In the rhythm of your week and of your month, of your year and of your life. You are in the middle of these cycles and circles. And seasonality right here. You see cycles happening internally and externally. And the only distinction between the two is just this layer of skin, right? Your skin, it's like this balloon, keeping internal, internal, and external, external. But there's cycles at play on both sides. There's movements on both sides of this marker, of this barrier. And so maybe you start to feel and notice that barrier begin to soften down. Maybe there becomes little perforations in this barrier. And what is internal begins to mix with what is external. You don't know which movement is which. 
They are all together. And here you realize all of these cycles occurring internally, externally, you are just a part of these larger cycles, these larger seasons that are happening. You are connected to this flow of energy that's happening on a planetary scale, on an even universal scale. And slowly that barrier, that skin, the balloon begins to become more solid again. You feel the energy internally begin to settle and organize and create the solidness that is your body. You feel feet on the ground or hips on the chair or floor, a connection maybe between hands and thighs or Wherever else you feel connection in the pieces of your body. And slowly coming back to your solid, strong seat. Knowing even though your body is still here, there is movement happening internally and externally. That you are just a part of this moving energy, these cycles of life. You're an important piece of it. And take another deep breath. Exhale. Slowly open up your eyes or turning the space around you. I really love that meditation and I hope you enjoyed it as well. So... The note I got from a listener on Instagram, let's answer her question. It's a really great one. So she says, hi, I just listened to your last podcast. I'm already a huge fan. What a nice voice and great choice of words. Keep the right energy flowing. Thank you. (laughs) So I come out of a process from a burnout and just a, a year ago, I was totally lost. It's still difficult while I'm building things up at work, which is primary education, but your podcast also reminds me that it's huge how I've grown as a person and I am so much further than I thought I would be. Do you have any advice on how to acknowledge yourself more and give yourself credit and let go of certain thoughts? Huge question, I know. Just really curious what your thoughts are. Thank you so much. Keep up the podcast work and namaste. Thank you so much. Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for this question. It's a really great one. And congratulations to you on all of the ways that you have grown in the last year. It's super amazing. None of it, you know, like we've been talking about this week, coming out of the downswing is not easy, but we also know that it, it upswings again. And so I'm really glad that you're on that upswing. That's really great. So advice on how to acknowledge yourself more, give yourself credit and let certain things grow. So this is huge. So first, let's think about acknowledgement and giving yourself credit. And I have two different pieces of this. First, I, because of my pitta nature, I go to systematize acknowledgement, right? If you're not in the habit of acknowledging yourself, that means you can't just force yourself to acknowledge yourself. You're going to have to actually kind of schedule it in, almost like on your calendar. 
One of my favorite ways of doing this is uh, something called the Jar of Awesome. I learned about this from Tim Ferriss, and he says it's been really helpful for him, and I really love doing this as well. So the Jar of Awesome, you have this little jar, and you keep kind of Post-it notes or a little pad of paper next to it. And at the end of the day, you write down an awesome thing that happened, like something that was really great in your day. And maybe for you, um, it would be acknowledging something that you did or something you're really proud of that day. And actually write it down. You even can date it. I like putting the dates on it and put it in the jar. And over time, you start to collect things in this jar and it has two purposes. On the first, first one is that when you look at this jar and you see, oh my God, look at all the cool things I did or look at all the things I did that I was so proud of. Right? Like you see that and you remember, oh my gosh, I've done a really lot of, a lot of great things. And then on the other hand, it's so fun to go back and read some of these. And especially when it's like two months ago, three months ago, and you're like, I didn't even remember that that happened. I can't believe that was such a big deal. It, yes, it was a big deal. And you get to acknowledge it again. So I love the Jar of Awesome, doing it on a daily basis as a way to systematize acknowledgement. The other one that I think is important is to actually sit down, take some time and journal with yourself. And what I would ask yourself are two questions. One, what are your best traits? Like what, what do you really appreciate about yourself? And when do you feel the best? This is the second question. When does your heart feel most happy? Like what are you doing? Who are you with? What are those experiences that make you feel really good about life? And the beautiful thing is once you actually journal on some of your best traits and how, when you feel the best, then you can start to be aware of when you experience these things. So for example, if you think one of your best traits is, um, is that you can be really open and honest with people and like you're just, you're really proud of yourself when you are open and honest with people. Well, now every time you're open and honest with people, you're going to sit there and you're going to be like, Hey, I did that thing that I know that I love when I do it. And that I'm really proud of myself for doing cool, go me, right? Or if one of your best traits is making someone laugh when they're sad or something, every time you make someone laugh when they're sad, you get to there and say, oh, hey, I remember I wrote that down. I'm really proud of myself for just doing that. So you've kind of brought awareness around the things that you want to acknowledge so that you can actually acknowledge them. Because a lot of the times, if you just say like, how do I give myself credit more? It's like, give credit for what? You know, because some people feel like they want to give themselves credit for making some more money. Some people want to give themselves credit for being a great friend. Other people want to give themselves credit for taking care of someone. Like there's so many things you could give credit or acknowledge someone for. So you need to know what, what makes you feel good to be acknowledged about. So I think that's a really huge piece. Okay. The next one, letting go of certain things. Ugh. Letting go. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. So, First, kind of speaking of acknowledgement, if you're feeling like you're having a really hard time letting things go, um, and particularly if this has been like a theme through your life, I think it's always important to first say like, oh, hey, I like to hold on to stuff, don't I? Because once you know that that's kind of your modus operandi, your like way of being, the thing that you do, then you can start to see yourself at it. So how do I explain this? If you know that whenever someone says something, even if it's not really personal, but you kind of take it personally and you're going to hold on to it, you can start to say, well, wait, but there were all those times in the past that I kind of held on and I really wasn't supposed to because it really wasn't personal. And you can warn yourself against doing that the next time. You're like, oh, yep, someone said blank. I know I'm going to try to, to hold on to this for a long time. 
maybe I don't have to. And you can kind of stop it in its tracks because you know that's what your brain wants to do. And so it's not necessarily an accurate reaction to the situation. It's just the automatic reaction to the situation. But the other one of this that's really important, since you said certain things, I would actually make that list or, again, journal about what are those certain things? What's the theme behind the stuff that you hold on to? Because this, these kind of things that you hold on to, that's a big fat arrow towards what, um, to where there's work to be done with yourself. So the way I like to explain this, for example, if someone says, oh gosh, Sam, you're just, you're just so dumb. You know, I, I might be like, okay, sure, whatever. I, I don't, whatever. I have no idea what you're talking about. But if someone said, oh gosh, Sam, you know, you really, like, sometimes when you do public speaking, I just, I just can't understand the thing you're saying. It's just not, not that compelling. Oh, that is something I would hold on to, right? And what's the difference? I don't really think I'm dumb, but I do think I have a lot of work to do on my public speaking. So one of them doesn't stick to me and another one of them does. And so that means actually I have to work on my confidence around my public speaking ability so that then when someone says, gosh, Sam, you gave that speech and I was just like, ugh, what is this? I'd be like, okay, sorry, you didn't like it and be done with it. Does that make sense? So this is something that comes up um, in this beautiful book called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And he goes into this about noticing what your brain pays attention to and that, again, this is a signpost towards what you actually believe and what you need to work on with yourself. So again, notice if there's a theme behind the stuff that you tend to hold on to and then say, okay, how can I help myself not need to hold on to this? How can I realize that this might not be true? So that next time someone says it, you can brush it off just in the same way as you'd brush off something that you think you, you don't worry about yourself. Whew. Big, big, big questions, you were right, but really important ones. And I hope that these answers have been helpful for you. And really, truly thank you everyone that does write in um, over on Instagram and over at the website. If you would like to get a question answered or wanna hear a discussion about a topic, please head on over to Instagram. I'm at be happy healthy human, or you can go to behappyhealthyhuman.com. Sending you so much love and light, and that light in me is very humbly bowing to that same light in each one of you. Namaste, friends.